Nasicha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum and indeed a warm welcome to listeners. You're Friday Nasiha Jumabarak. If you have just tuned in, our honorable guest is none other than Sheikh Qasim Gabriels. And as the name says it all, subhanAllah, so great inspiration from both parents as well as uncles, you know, to tread the road that he's currently in. Alhamdulillah. He's a son of Haji Ismail and Haja Khadija, studied at Umu Qurai in Makkah, and his current occupational status is a teacher at the Leadership College. We teach us Arabic as a language, Alhamdulillah. Sheikh Aslam alaikum and a warm welcome. Welcome once again. Sheikh, it's always beautiful to have you in our company, subhanAllah, and we know that we can learn such a lot, you know, it doesn't matter what the age is. If you have gone to study, subhanAllah, then we honor you um, for your, uh, you know, your your wealth of um, knowledge, subhanAllah, Um, and uh, we respect that as well, alhamdulillah. You know, being a teacher at the Leadership College obviously gives you that... um, before we go into the, the mm-hmm. topic of speaking about, you know, the honorable status of Makkah, subhanAllah, um, do you look back at yourself being a learner at a Muslim school yourself? Uh, well, uh, Aunt Aisha and the listeners, I, I myself, I did not study at a, a Muslim school. I was at a, a normal public school because uh, when I was at school, uh, the Muslim schools had not started yet. So I, I was at a normal public school, alhamdulillah. So... Teaching at such an institution is really honor for me because, our, Alhamdulillah, our youth have the opportunity now to study at these Islamic institutions, study the Quran and study the Arabic language, Alhamdulillah. So if we speak about the um, the topic of this morning being the honorable status of Makkah, subhanAllah, then we're looking at Easter and we're also looking at currently, um, you know, uh, the status of those on a guest of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, would be going on Hajj as well. Naam, inshallah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المنسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي uh, Respected listeners of the radio voice of the Cape uh, We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us to be of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his favors that he has bestowed upon us. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to witness another day of Jumu'ah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that on this day Allah accepts all our good deeds, all our pious deeds, Amen. all our du'as, all our ad'iyah, and all our actions. Amin ya Rabbal Alameen. Our topic for today is the honorable status of Makkah. Now for us to understand... Uh, the honorable status of Makkah. Uh, we will go on a, a, a quick journey. Ila Baytillah. To the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To the first house that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is placed down on this earth for worship. Allah says in the Quran, Inna awwala bayti wudi'a linnasi lalladhi bibakkata mubarakan wa hudan lil'alameen. Allah says, Surely the first house of worship that has been placed down for people on this earth, Bibakka, in Mecca. The first house for prayer, the first house for worship, the first house for those seeking forgiveness and pardon, the first house for those who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, placed on this earth, on this earth is the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Mecca. This was the first place of 
or the first masjid also that has been placed down on this earth. Abi Dharrin radiallahu anhu qal, Qultu ya Rasulullah, he asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ayyu masjidin wudi'a fil ardi awwalun? Which masjid was placed on this earth first, ya Rasulullah? Qala, al-masjidul haram, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, the masjidul haram. The first masjid, the first place of worship, the first place of sujood for people in this world is the Masjidul Haram. Then he said, Thumma ay, and then Ya Rasulullah, Qala al Masjidul Aqsa. Then he said, Al Masjidul Aqsa. Qutu kam baynakum baynahuma. He said, How much time was between the establishment of the Masjidul Haram and the Masjidul Aqsa? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Arba'una sana, 40 years. So the Masjidul Haram is the first masjid in the first house of worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this earth and it precedes Masjidul Aqsa by 40 years in its establishment. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Mubarakan, it is a place of barakah, it is a place of blessings, it is a place of manfa'ah, it is a place of benefits. So, so how many people have witnessed when they go to Makkah the barakah of Makkah? You know, uh, sometimes we think when we go when we go to Makkah we speak about the rand and the riyal and the exchange rate. But when we arrive there, we realize how much barakah Allah Subhanahu wa Taala places in our wealth because Makkah in itself is mubarak. So, despite the riyal and the exchange rate. And how, even how much money we have accumulated and we have saved up to go, we might think it's a little, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places barakah in it. Because Makkah in itself is a place of barakah. So when we go, we don't have to worry about our wealth, we don't have to worry about how much money. Obviously we need to make provision. But don't worry, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places barakah in our wealth and whatever we own when we are in Makkah. And because Makkah in itself is a Mubarak place. And a guidance for mankind. Respected listeners, How many people have been guided by visiting the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How many people, when they return from Makkah, they become true worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How many people, when they return from Makkah, do they do they establish their salah? How many people, when they return from Makkah, do they have better relations with people? How many people from Makkah, when they return from Makkah, do their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases? alamin, A guidance for mankind. So people, it is this uh, Makkah, it is a guidance for mankind, and for those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it guides them and it brings them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beloved brothers and sisters, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sanctified and Allah has made Makkah a place of safety, a sanctuary from the time of our, of our beloved Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam, Khalilullah. Uh, this first house of worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was established by a small family, a family who loved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A family who submitted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A family who did not doubt nor waver 
with the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They trusted Allah. They believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So much so that they settled like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the tongue of Nabi Ibrahim, بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ In a valley with no vegetation, a barren desert, they settled. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered even Nabi Ibrahim to leave his, his wife and his young baby behind. But they did not waver. When his Lord said to him, Nabi Ibrahim, when his Lord said to him, Submit, he said, I submit to the Lord of the worlds. And this is the family that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to establish the Baytullah. Inshallah, Shaykh, on that note, we need to go for it. Inshallah, to listeners, to stay tuned. The voice of the king. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi and a jumabar to all of our listeners tuned to 91.3 FM. And if you're audio streaming at www.vsfm.co.za, then indeed it is the voice of the Cape. And we also have our Borland um, frequencies 91.3, 90.7, and 90.9. And in Syria, we, we have the Honorable um, Sheikh um, Qasim Gabriel speaking about the honorable status of Makkah uh, today, inshallah. Sheikh is also a teacher at the Leadership College in the Arabic language. Sheikh? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Honorable listeners Just before the break We said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has chosen Makkah And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has sanctified Makkah And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has secured Makkah And this is evident in the dua of Nabi Ibrahim When he says وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا الْبَلَدَ آمِنًا وَرْزُقَ أَهْلَهُ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ مَنْ آمَنَ مِنْهُمْ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Allah says, and when Ibrahim said, O oh my Lord, uh, make Makkah a secure city and provide its people with fruits, those of them who believe in Allah and the last day. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sanctified Makkah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has secured Makkah. Uh, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he returned to Makkah, on the conquest of Makkah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uh, he stood up and he said, Inna hadha baladun harramahu Allah yawma khalaqa samawati wal ard. This is a place, this is a land that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made sacred, that Allah has sanctified the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the heavens and the earths. وَوَحَرَامٌ بِحُرْمَةِ اللَّهِ And it is sacred by the sanctity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ Until the day of Qiyamah. Allah has sanctified Makkah so much so that it is prohibited for us even to cut down a tree in Makkah. If it prohibited for us to harm an animal in Makkah, its plants are safe, its animals are safe. Its birds are safe. Even its wild animals are safe. And this is all protected by the hurma of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And nobody can come and come to Makkah and enter Makkah and undermine that sanctity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in Makkah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even prohibited people at that time to carry their weapons in Makkah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh, says in a hadith, 
la yahillu li ahadikum an yahmila bi makkata silah. It is not permissible for any of you to carry your weapon when you are in Makkah. Allah says, وَإِذْ جَعَلْنَا الْبَيْتَ مَثَابَةً لِلنَّاسِ وَأَمْنَا And when we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that Allah says that I, we have made Makkah a place of return for people, وَأَمْنَا فَمَنْ دَخَلَهُ كَانَ آمِنًا And whoever enters into Makkah is secure, is safe. So nobody can be harmed in Makkah. Not the, plant, not the plants and not the animals and we are not even to, uh, allowed if somebody loses something to pick it up. We should leave it right there in Makkah because these are, these are all the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has protected and sanctified in Makkah because of the hurma of Makkah al-Mukarramah. My, my beloved brothers and sisters, Makkah is... Uh, the place where every believer's heart is. Makkah is the place where every believer's heart longs for. Makkah is the place that we all want, wish to travel to, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Makkah is easy. It is facilitated. It is... It is uh, uh, not as difficult as it would be in the rest of the world because this is a place where people love to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, and that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches extra reward to our worship when we are in Makkah I'm sure on that note, I, I know that uh, probably those of our judges that will still be departing no. should really listen attentively to those rewards that, uh, you know, yes, comes yes, with yes. Makkah, inshallah. No, no. But let's first go for ads, inshallah. The Voice of the King. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum and Juma Mubarak 91.3 and when we have Sheikh Qasim Gabriel's in studio with us speaking about the honorable status of Makkah and Sheikh had mentioned earlier on about this beautiful family that are why chosen no. you know to uh, be uh, the first to be in Makkah subhanallah and that is the family of Nabi Ibrahim no. alayhi salam and how they loved and submitted to Allah without doubt and the trust and belief that they had in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sheikh Bismillahirrahmanirrahim no. Uh, just before the break, we also said, uh, Sister Aisha and the listeners, that uh, worship in the Masjid al-Haram has been facilitated and made easy for us. And this is where the believer and the, the slave of Allah and the servant of Allah loves to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So much so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ta- attaches special rewards and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches special significance to worship in Makkah uh, al-Mukarramah. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches a special reward to the salah in the Masjid al-Haram. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Salatun fi masjidi hadha afdalu min alfi salah. The salah in this masjid of mine, which is the Masjid al-Nabawi, is better than 1,000 salah anywhere else. And then he says, Illa al-Masjid al-Haram. Except the Masjid al-Haram وَصَلَاةٌ فِي الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ أَفْضَلُ مِنْ مِئَةِ أَلْفِ صَلَاةٍ فِي مَا سِوَى As for the Salah in the Masjid al-Haram It is better than 100,000 Salah 
in any other masjid. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, for, uh, gives us the reward of 100,000 salah or better than 100,000 salah for one salah in the Masjid al-Haram. If we should do a quick calculation, it will take us uh, for the people performing salah in our normal masajid in Cape Town and in the rest of the world, it will take them 50 years to equal one salah in the Masjid al-Haram. What about the, the hujjaj that are there for one week or two weeks, for one week, over 100 years of salah? For two weeks and you do the math. So what if what if a hajj is there for for three or four or five or six weeks? How much reward can he accumulate just by performing salah in the Masjidul Haram? That's why we urge our listeners, everyone who travels to Mecca, everyone who performs salah in the Masjidul Haram, make sure that you are performing your salah inside the Masjidul Haram. So that you make sure that you attain this reward. You know, sometimes when we go to the masjid, to, to, to Mecca, there can be sometimes when we are tired, sometimes we say, okay, we're just going to perform salah yeah, yeah, at the bait or at the hotel or whatever it might be. Remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches this reward to the salah in the masjid al-haram. Um, because of this hadith, many ulama have said that any other action in the Masjid al-Haram is better than 100,000 of that particular action anywhere else. So for example, if you give one riyal or one rand of sadaqah, it will equal 100,000 rand anywhere else. If you say one subhanallah or alhamdulillah or la ilaha illallah or allahu akbar or you recite one verse of the Quran, it will equal 100,000 of that particular dhikr or of that verse of the Quran anywhere else in reward. If you if you assist one one believer, one hajj or one mu'tamir in the Masjid al-Haram is like assisting one hundred thousand people anywhere else. If you smile at one person in the Masjid al-Haram is like smiling at one hundred thousand people anywhere else. And we know even this is a sadaqah. Like our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has made clear to us. So our actions in the Masjid al-Haram our pious and good actions, they equal 100,000 of, of, of an action anywhere else in the rest of the world. So this is a, a, a special, that's why we in the, when we are in the Masjid al-Haram, we should use our time to occupy us with good actions because of the special reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches to uh, uh, our actions in the Masjid al-Haram. Beloved brothers and sisters and respected listeners, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, attaches a, a special mercy to the Masjid al-Haram. Tajalli khas, a special honor. Nadarun ilahi khas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at the Masjid al-Haram especially. What does this mean? For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends special rahmah on the people inside the holy sanctuary. Ibn Abbas in a hadith with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Inna lillahi fi kulli yawmin wa laylatin Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has every night and every day ashirina wa mi'a rahmah 
120 portions of mercy tanzilu ala hadha albayt that descends upon this house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 60 lit-ta'ifin 60 for those people performing tawaf wa 40 lil-musallin and 40 of those portions of mercy for those people performing salah wa 20 lin-nadirin and 20 for those people only looking at the Kaaba, Subhanallah. So much of this. This is the mercy of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for those people inside the 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 Masjid al-Haram. For those people who visit the house of Allah, even those people looking at the house of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, Allah descends mercy upon them. You know that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, when we look at this Kaaba, you know we 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 travel and 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 we go to many places. And we see many sites, and we go sightseeing, and and we go as tourists to many places, and we see many wonders of the world. But one of the best things a believer can look at, better than all those wonders of the world, is gazing upon the house of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know, uh, it it if if a person goes to the Masjid Al Haram, and he sits in a place where he can see the Kaaba in full view. And he, and, he, and he dedicates his actions only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he looks at the Kaaba. There is nothing sweeter that he can taste than looking at the house of Allah. And then he makes his dhikrullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends special mercy down on this person. It has a calming, soothing effect. You've, you, you experience that serenity and that tranquility when looking at the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when this happens... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua of the person looking at the Kaaba. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Tuftahu abu wabu sama. The doors of the sama, they open. Wayustajabu dua fi arba'ati mawatin. That Allah opens the doors of the sama and accepts duas readily on four occasions. One of them is, when the front lines of, of the Muslim army meet with its enemy. And when rain descends. And when the call for the establishment of the salah is given. And when looking at the Kaaba. The doors of the Sama they open for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept the dua. So when we go to Makkah, make sure we spend time looking at the Kaaba and making dua and turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in dua. Uh, seeing that we are speaking about dua in the Masjid al-Haram, it is important to remember that the Masjid al-Haram is a place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala readily accepts dua. Al-Hujjaj wal-Ummar wafdullah. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, those people performing pilgrimage and those pe- people performing the minor pilgrimage, the Umrah, they are the guests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In da'awhu, if they make dua, if they invoke Allah, if they supplicate to Allah, ajabahum, he answers them. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, in, this means whenever they do it. And if they do it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers their dua. And Imam Hassan al-Basri he mentions 15 places in Makkah al where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never rejects a dua. 
So first we have the general we have the general hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam we all hujjaj and all mu'tamirin their dua is accepted then inside the Masjidul Haram we find special places where we can go and make our duas all of them are our time doesn't allow us to mention all 15 are, but all of them are firstly al multazam the multazam now uh, many people have a misunderstanding about the actual position of the Multazam. The Multazam is actually the place between the Hajr al-Aswad, the black stone, and the door of the Kaaba. So um, this is a place where dua is always accepted. That's why Ibn Abbas he says, there's Al-Multazam Mawdi'un, Yustajabu fihi dua وَمَا دَعَ اللَّهَ فِيهِ عَبْدٌ إِلَّا اسْتَجَابَهَا The Multazam is a place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts dua. And a slave of Allah does not invoke Allah, does not make a dua at this place except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua. And, and I, my respected and beloved listeners, I can be testimony that I've made many duas at this place and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has readily accepted these du'as. And, and it's amazing that when a, when a hajj or a mu'tamir or a person inhabiting Makkah goes to this place and invokes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yeah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts these du'as as he has asked of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the, the multazam, we must remember it is not also, some people think it is under the door of the Kaaba. You may make dua there, but the actual multazam is between the Hajr al-Aswad and the, the door of the Kaaba. Uh, then also, uh, um, Imam Hassan al-Basri, he says, tawaf, when a person is in tawaf at the, at the Maqam Ibrahim, in the, in the, in the Hijr Ismail, at the Maqam Ibrahim, is the station of Nabi Ibrahim, which he used to build the Kaaba. Uh, the Hijr Ismail, that, uh, some of our people, uh, Hujjaj, they refer to it as the Krauti, the Kiptonians. It's this, it's this Christian-shaped uh, um, piece of the Kaaba that was actually originally attached to the Kaaba, where it is called now the Hijr, the room or the space of Nabi Ismail. And if the person performs Salah in this area, it is like he's performing Salah inside the Masjid al-Haram. Then also... And this is a very important one, and I want our people to realize the benefit of this one. shurbi ma zamzam, when drinking the water of zamzam, because our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, ma zamzam lima shuribala. The water of zamzam is for whatever you drink it for, whatever du'a you make. When you drink the water of Zamzam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept it. If you make dua for wealth, if you make dua for knowledge, if you make dua for, for health, if you make dua for children, and you drink this, this Zamzam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept this dua. One of a, a, a beautiful dua that one of our, 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 our scholars have taught us, he says when he, when, when he used to enter the Masjid al-Haram and he used to drink the, the, the water of Zamzam, Listen carefully, my beloved brothers and sisters. He says, Oh Allah, Allahumma, kama saqaytani bihada al-zamzam. Oh Allah, like you have quenched my thirst with the zamzam, isqini yawm al-qiyamah. 
quench my thirst on the day of Qiyamah min hawdin Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the pool of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that dua will be accepted because our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has informed us whatever you drink the water of Zamzam for, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts. Our dua. Amen. Sheikh, on that note, we, I know that there's more places that you would want to discuss as well, and our listeners probably want to know which no. is that dua, inshallah. So you will have to leave it here with the voice of the okay. for this. No. It's going to go for no ads. Problem. No but problem. we need to go for ads as well. Please so stay. to our listeners, do stay tuned. Friday Nasikha on the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum and dear Juma Mubarak. Speaking about the uh, honorable status of Makkah, subhanAllah, and you know, just reminding ourselves and our good selves, those who have been for Hajj and those who are, you know, departing and being the honored guests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how they can benefit. And Shah had mentioned, you know, a few of the places that Islam is the to make your dua, subhanAllah, is readily accepted. And um, indeed, also speaking about uh, the drinking of Zamzam and that special dua that you have made, uh, Sheikh, which is one I think our listeners would want to know as yes. well inshallah inshallah, inshallah. i've 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 uh, told uh, sister aisha that we will leave the dua with them and then uh, if the if the listeners are interested in uh, getting this dua we can we can uh, make it available for them Amen. inshallah uh, so of the places uh, as mentioned by imam hassan al-basri where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala readily accepted dua as we said in uh, the, at the multazam when one performs tawaf uh, in the Hijr Ismail at the Maqam Ibrahim between Safa and Marwa he also says he says even the Masha'ir of Arafah and Muzdalifah and Mina so um, it shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches special significance to the city of Makkah that when people make dua in the city at many various places Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua my beloved brothers and sisters, we must also remember that Makkatul Mukarrama, it is the most beloved city to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is the most beloved city to our creator, to our sustainer, the one who provides for us, the one who sustains us, the one who overlooks our faults, the one when we stand before him on the day of Qiyamah, that, that we hope that he enters us into the Jannah. Amen. It is the most beloved city of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam upon his return to Makkah for the conquest of Makkah. The beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood, stood at a place called Al-Hazwara. And he, and, he, and he stopped there and he looked down at the valley of Makkah. And he said, Wallahi innaki la khayru ardillah. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he takes an oath, he takes a qasam, he says, By Allah, you, O Makkah, are the best lands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ahabbu ardillahi ilallah. And the most beloved lands of Allah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most beloved land belonging to Allah is the land of Makkah al Mukarrama. And if I was not forced to leave you, I would not have left you. This is the love that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had for Makkah. This is the love that the love that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam expresses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for Makkah. You can imagine the love that 
the our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam head for Makkah. It is the birthplace of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That's why uh, uh, some ulama have mentioned in a qasida, Ya Makkah, mada aqul wa fiki qad wulid al-Rasul. Oh Makkah, what can I say about you when our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born inside of you? It is as if to say, if the only great significance that was attached to Makkah was the birth of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then it would be enough. But it's not only that Allah has attached many other benefits to Makkatul Mukarramah and virtues to Makkatul Mukarramah. Now, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was born there, he was raised there, this is where his family was, this is where he married, this is where his children were born. This is where our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam received revelation. This is where our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam called to Islam. This is where our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his companions first established Islam. So this is the love that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam had for Makkah. And if Allah loves a place. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loves a place, then we as believers, we must love this place. It shows our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It shows our consciousness in our hearts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we love the place of Makkatul Mukarramah. That is why because of this hadith, if we can stay in Makkah as long as we can, we do it. If we have an option, between a longer stay and a shorter stay, we always take the longer stay. Because the Prophet ﷺ says, if my people did not remove me from you, I would not have lived. So if you're not, you're not forced to leave, if you have a choice to stay there, you stay there longer. Because this is where the place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves, and this is where we can accumulate reward. This is where we can come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is when a believer is the most happiest. A believer is the, has the most joy. A believer enjoys himself in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh, unfortunately on that note, we need to go for our last air break in no. this segment. And then also there's a few SMSs that we'll do um, speak about off air and then you can just answer them when we get back inshallah. To listeners, stay tuned. The Voice of the King. Friday Nasikha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum indeed a warm welcome Ajumma Mubarak we know that Sheikh comes here you know totally prepared with his nasiha and if there's some questions that we cannot answer today then obviously you can go to our Facebook page go onto our owner and log log into our owner and you can actually download you know whatever it is that you've missed so that that is a podcast yeah. so you know listen yeah. whenever and wherever yeah. you want to inshallah yeah. Sheikh um, we're going to ask you to continue inshallah yeah. uh, inshallah sister Aisha and the respected listeners if there is uh, one or two minutes at the end of the, the slot we will, uh, inshallah, attend to those questions. Amen. Um, we said that Makkah is the most beloved land to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so much so that the condition of this ummah is based upon the, the honor or the extent that they honor Makkah. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, لَا تَزَالُ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةُ بِخَيْرِ مَا عَظَّمُوا هَذِهِ الْحُرْمَةِ حَقَّ تَعْظِيمِهَا Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that this ummah 
will always be in a good condition as long as they honoring the sanctity and the sacredness of Makkah. Subhanallah. So it shows us that as long as the Muslimin and the believers are performing Umrah, performing Hajj, or making an effort to get to Makkah, or making an effort to go for Umrah, making an effort to go for Hajj, or as long as they are honoring and, 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 and sanctifying, and as long as they are exalting the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the condition of the Ummah will be good. And we see how many people are performing Hajj and Umrah subhanallah. After all that we have mentioned, my beloved brothers and sisters, this is why the Hujjaj are so honored. It is, a, it is a, a appropriate that we speak about this now because we know that many of our Hujjaj have left our shores. Many Hujjaj all over the world are heading to Makkah. Now we know what they are heading towards or some of what they are heading towards. One hour slot is not enough to explain the Fadail and the virtues of Makkah. So now we know what they are heading towards. Now imagine you are a Hajj and you know the rewards that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is attached to the Tawaf and the Umrah and the Salah and the Hajj and whatever it might be. And now you are heading to Makkah and you down your ihram and you say labbayk allahumma labbayk ya i am ya allah at your service ya i am ya i am to worship you ya allah ya i am ya i'm here to seek your rewards of your salah and, your, and all the other rewards and your dhikrullah and remembrance of allah and the umrah and the hajj ya i am ya allah i have sacrificed for many years i've saved up for many years and now eventually i'm standing here at your baytullah I'm standing here to worship you, Ya Allah. What, what happiness and what joy do the Hujjaj experience when they say, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of all, all of those who stand before the Baytullah and say, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik. Labbaik la sharika laka Labbaik. There is no partner to you, Ya Allah. We recognize the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we recognize the favor that He is bestowed upon us in alhamda wa ni'mata laka wal mulk surely all praise and all and all gratitude goes to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are the sovereign owner of everything ya allah so so what will be the condition of this hajj when he says saying this labbaik allahumma labbaik and and uh, beloved listeners i want us all to remember that the to go to hajj and to go for Umrah and to stand before the Baytullah, it comes by invitation of Allah. It is not by money. It is not by the decision of, with all due respect to everybody, with the decision of the Saudi authorities, with the decision of Sahuk or decision of anybody. It is by invitation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what we must remember. So whatever, whatever faces us and challenges to get to Makkah to perform Hajj and Umrah, put your trust in Allah. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you of those who are invited to stand before the Baytullah and work towards it. Make an intention. Make a sincere intention. You know, I was, I was, I was um, speaking to my father the other day and he was telling me of a, a, a walker, a walker that's standing in front of Eli in Gatesville that just went for Hajj. People that stand for years and sacrifice and save, but the intention is to stand before the Baytullah. The intention is to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will make it easy for you. Mm-hmm. You make an intention. 
It doesn't matter what they say, how much the package costs, or how much money you need to save, and how much money you need to have. Don't worry about that. If the invitation comes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow you to stand there. Allah will allow you to have that money. And Allah will make it possible for you. It might seem impossible, but it's possible. Uh, and I've and I've experienced of this. Many people, at the, when they are credited, they don't have money. Before, a year before that, they don't have, where am I going to get this type of money? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places barakah. Take a 10 rand, take a 20 rand, take 100 rand, save it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place barakah because your intention is to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, Sheikh, can we now quickly go through some of these SMSs, yeah, inshallah? The yeah. no, no. uh, first one that says, Salam, Sheikh and Auntie Aisha. For a couple of months, my lady didn't want to switch on, um, you know, and it is Friday and she loves it, or he loves listening to the radio, sitting behind my desk. Um, it felt so dead. So, shukran for all the big mercies, uh, subhanallah, this no. listener saying. And it's one that says, um, can Sheikh just mention again the four times when the sama opens up yes. Kanala? Um, the four times when the sama opens, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts a dua, is when uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam firstly says, in the iltiqa'u sufuf when uh, uh, we meet our enemy at the front lines, we make dua, and Allah accepts it. When uh, rain descends, when the call for the establishment of the salah is given, and when one gazes upon the Kaaba. Indeed. And then the next question was, what if I don't get to all these Mubarak places so close to the Holy Kaaba? Yeah. Well, uh, we know that it's sometimes difficult. It's sometimes difficult to get to these places. But as long as we make an intention to get to these places, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept. You know, uh, say for example, you go to your intention is go to to go to the multazam, and it can be difficult for some of our people, some of our elderly people, some of our females to get to the multazam, which is between the Hajar al Aswad and the door. Then make an intention or stand as close as you can and make du'a where you are. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will accept, and Allah does not expect expect from us to carry out that which we. Cannot, which we cannot burden, which we cannot handle. Inshallah. No. Then the final question was salams. When Abu Ibrahim alayhi salam um, made dua no. and said he left his family near no. the sacred house um, and his son raised the foundation, so when was the Kaaba built? Now, uh, uh, many of our Mufassirin says when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَرْفَعُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ الْقَوَاعِدَ when, And when Ibrahim raised the foundations of the, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they say that these foundations has been laid bound by the malaika with the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this earth. So these foundations and the place of the Kaaba had already been laid down. What Ibrahim, what Nabi Ibrahim did was he raised his foundation and he built the Kaaba. Subhanallah. Sheikh, on that note, we say a big shukran for being in studio with us this morning. Subhanallah, you know, enlightening ourselves and just um, granting us once again that no. yearning to be back, um, you no. know, in Makkah, subhanallah, and for those going on Hajj. I'm sure this will be a great benefit to them as inshallah, well. Inshallah, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant all our hujjaj, hajj mabroor and hajj maqbool. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the journey easy. Amen. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all who are not there today they are they are now the hope of all those people who are here 
Ya Hujjaja Baytillah, Sirtum Jusuman, Wa Nahnu Arwahan. You are there physically and we are there spiritually with you. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant him all a hajj maqbool and hajj mabrur and us all to stand before the Baytullah. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. As-salamu alaykum to you. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.